0: This episode of Real Blend is brought to you by Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Better yet, each week during the Deadpool anniversary, players can complete events and receive even more special rewards and skins. If you want to get in on all the fun of Marvel Strike Force, be sure to use our promo code MAXPOOL, that's M-A-X-P-O-O-L, and thank you to Marvel Strike Force for supporting the show.
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place, by working more efficiently.
2: Hello, blunders. It's Sean, and I'm here to introduce you to a bonus episode of Real Blend, a interview that we have with director Carrie Williams, who has a new film called Emergency out uh, in theaters and heading to Amazon Prime. So uh, we were able to interview Carrie back at the South by Southwest Film Festival earlier this year. Uh, it played in the uh, festival programming aspect of South by because it was a hit at Sundance prior to, which is where I was able to see it. And the minute I Uh, got a chance to check this movie out. I knew that Carrie is someone that we wanted to get on Real Blend because uh, this is a complicated film uh, in terms of the things that it discusses with regards to race relations um, and the main characters on a college campus who are two black guys uh, who find a a white girl, a teenage white girl, passed out in their dorm room and how they handle it from that point moving forward. It's a really smart film, which has great commentary uh, about putting you in what it recognizes is an awkward situation and kind of making you ask questions about what you might do if you were the main characters. Uh, I don't want to give away too much because there's so many great surprises waiting for you in this movie. Uh, And even when I uh, have this interview with Carrie Williams, you'll see that we kind and kind of dance around some of the specifics, because we really do want you to appreciate the movie for itself. Uh, you'll know if you're watching this on YouTube that we don't have a video element to this because it took place at the South by Southwest Film Festival, but it's a great listen. Uh, and so without further ado, I just want to dive right into the Real Blend interview with Kerry Williams on behalf of his new film, Emergency. Emergency. <laughs> So this is a filmmaker-driven podcast. Okay. Um, I have two other hosts, so they couldn't be here. But we like to talk about the nitty-gritty of filmmaking. Um, so, But but first and foremost, because we're here in Austin, just tell me about the importance of this festival on the journey of this film in particular.
3: Yes, uh, the importance of South by Southwest on the journey of this festival. Like, So we played our short version of Emergency at South by Southwest, I think it was 2018. And uh, we won the Grand Jury Prize for that, Mm -hmm. which was amazing. Um, And, you know, it's funny because that's probably why we actually made a feature, because we won that. And I think there was some post-interview that I was doing, and someone said something about, like, is there a feature or something like that, or what are you doing next? And I was like, we're making a feature. Just blurted it out or something, if I remember correctly uh, and I hadn't talked to Katie about that at all. I just like, we're doing it. And so she's like, we are. And so, you know, cut to here we are. Like she, she was like, yeah, let's, let's make a feature. Like people responded to the short in such a great way, you know, that, um, we're like, let's expand this world. Like there's, there's a relationship here that we can explore. There's, let's have a bigger canvas to explore some more themes, you know, with, uh, you know, this, this, this situation, this, you know, event, And um, yeah, so South By has been huge for uh, this film. And I'm so thankful that they're welcoming us Back with the future, you know, and and you know, giving us uh, another opportunity to get it out into the world. So, and it's a really fun festival. It's fun as shit, you know. Like, I mean, you know, it's such an energy here that um, is really enjoyable. It's been a little too cold right now. Like, I'm not happy about that. Like, this is not Texas. Weather. I mean, what the hell is going on in Texas right now? But I, I guess in the next. Day or so, it'll get back to some Texas weather. Sure, right when we leave. Right when we leave. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but no, it's I, I love I love South by.
2: So RJ played Sean in the short, right? He, no. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. sorry. I thought yeah. he came over from the short.
3: RJ, I, I worked with RJ on my last feature. Oh, okay. Like right before this one. Yeah, gotcha. So
2: we've worked to you know back to back, which so, has been a joy. How come you wanted him to come on over and play Sean then? What was what did he bring? Because he's amazing. Yeah,
3: he is amazing. Um, and so. You know, I just worked with him on this other film I made called R Hashtag J. It literally has the same, and so it's like universe is telling me like, bro, you need to work with this guy. <laughs> um, but uh, so we were looking for, to, to cast Sean, uh, and I remember enjoying working with R J, of course, and he's extremely talented. And um, we're like, hey, thank you. Uh, we're like, let's let's hit up R J and see what's up. And he, you know, read the script. Loved it, right. and then so he came on pretty early, and then we found our Kunle with chemistry reads with with who was gonna who was gonna match up with R.J. because R.J. is such a big personality, and like you know like it's like who's gonna keep that you know match up well with him. So um, we we thankfully our, our casting director uh, Kim Coleman brought Donald Watkins into the picture, and we were like. That's him. He's a genius. That's him. Oh my god. So, um, so yeah. But RJ was RJ was
2: very early on, and you know, love him. Um, so I hate asking this question because it's it seems easy, you know, of like where the material come from. But it does feel like with this project, there is a chicken or the egg type approach of did you have the party idea first, you know, or did you have this sort of social commentary, uh, you know, racial commentary idea first, and how did you marry them together? Even at the earliest level when you were putting the short together.
3: Yeah, the commentary was definitely uh, first. Okay, and so our writer Katie Davila, um, she uh, basically wrote this in response to um, personal uh, experiences she had as a young um, young Latina with you know darker. She's a light lighter skin, fairer skin, and darker skin people in her family being treated differently. And um, just seeing that sort of throughout her life, um, and you know she's very, very observant, and you know she basically wrote this short as a response to that at the core, and then she also had, I believe, some roommates that had a similar or some friends that had a similar sort of situation that as what happened in this movie or what happens in this movie, and she expanded, of course, in her creative way. But um, so, yeah, the social commentary was first. And then when we made the feature, it was like, we've got so much more canvas to really dig into some themes of fear and anxiety and masculinity and, you know, stuff like that, um, you know. So differences of worldviews between black black people, which is very important, I think, for me. Um, so, yeah, so we we always wanted to make sure we had something to say, like, especially with making the feature, it's like... Why do we need another emergency, you know, beyond the short? The short did what it did, you know, but what what is the reason for making a longer version of it? and uh we had we definitely had reasons, and we put those in there, and um, yeah,
2: so that was the first thing, social commentary. Were there any um college movie cliches that you either wanted to embrace or avoid? Uh <laughs> You know, I mm, college movie cliches.
3: That we wanted to embrace or avoid. I don't remember thinking of anything. I didn't watch any college movies before this as like any kind of reference. Okay. Uh, of course, there's like you know in my head it was a super bad, a book smart. You know, like I had those in my head, but I did not watch them. Um, and yeah I mean a warner of Katie and the writing of it thought about that kind of thing, but for me, there was nothing that I thought about because I love the way you
2: shoot the um the the parties that they're going to go to, oh, yeah, the visual elements of those parties nice is thank so you so creative. thank you. We and had so a lot of fun with. doing that. I'm sure like right? I have a music video background
3: and my 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 director of photography. Uh, and I've worked on a lot of music videos together. And when that when it came time to shoot that, we're like, "All right, it's time to play. <laughs> this is this is our like wheelhouse. Like we've done s- like probably 15 videos together, 16 okay. videos together. And back when like we were shooting like on a film camera, we'd literally like pop the lens off and pop it back on as the camera's rolling to give this like really cool like we would do weird shit like that. No like, kidding. Yeah, but- like flashing the film. Like we didn't do any of that here, but like we would just play around and do all kinds of cool stuff. Oh, I love that stuff, Yeah, man. so we had a lot of fun with the lighting, and and I'm so glad we had opportunity to do that because the rest of the film is, like, so, like, dark and sort of monochromatic with, like, it's all at night. Sure. But we had this pop of color, and you got to see the fun that these guys were going to have this night. Right, like, right, this right. was the dream, right? This was how we're going to do it. And then that shit just gets yanked from them. Well, so. that's the rug pull. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. You,
2: that's the way... The tone of the movie is so great getting up to that point yeah. so that you feel the impact of the, mm-hmm. of the rug pull getting pulled yeah, up. From and yeah, yeah. The cast is, is so incredible. Um, you know, watching it it seems like a ton of night shoots. Oh, man. (laughs) Literally every script I look at from now on is like, how much night shooting is there? (laughs) (laughs) Because the percentage has to be really low. Yeah. So i mean, talk about the challenges of of it, of just staying, you know, I mean, you're like a vampire, you know, you're living a reverse life at that point. Absolutely. Like, it's funny because our writer,
3: she is nocturnal. Like, right now, she's not really awake. She's just, like, (laughs) barely making it. But me, I'm like, I get up at five in the morning usually. Okay. So it's like, for me, like, the night shoots I was like okay this is gonna I gotta turn my shit around um, but yeah but it was it was actually it's kind of interesting because like you kind of get to a delirium like and so you're just kind of and you know the great thing was the cast got along so well like it was just like we're kind of delirious but we're having fun and like Donald is like the biggest like goofy dude like you know like playing jokes and stuff and so that kept the energy like light too so it was it was worked out
2: did you film in order
3: no, no, we didn't. Um, I, I wanted to try to shoot in order as much as possible, okay. but I think our not shooting in order um, worked out for the guys because we shot the party stuff last.
2: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and
3: so, like, it was, like, almost like a reward (laughs) for the guys to be able... Also, they had time to get their muscles right, you know what I'm saying? Like, because they're shirtless in the party scene, so they, like, had that (laughs) runway, you know? That was the prep. But it was hard, because we're in Atlanta eating, like, good Southern food, you know? So they were like, dang, but... But yeah, we didn't shoot in order. We shot, um, we shot the, you know, as much as we could. But we had a lot of like some scheduling stuff that affected things where we like had to shoot in a certain way. What was the production? You guys didn't shoot during any like COVID shutdowns or anything like that, did you? Dude, we were shooting during COVID. You were shooting, um, okay. And thankfully, we didn't have any shutdowns. Um, we it actually affected when we shot because we had the party scenes, yeah. and so we were like, okay. When when is it okay, good enough where we can actually shoot this, where we can get a number of people in a room where it looks like a party? Okay. So we were stalling, stalling. What are the numbers like? What are the numbers like? And then finally, it got good enough. We went to Georgia, um, shot that stuff, and we were all good, man. We got a good number of people in there, and like it looks. But for a while, dude, I was like. Um, you know, like getting trying to get creative with like how can we make these parties look like more than is cause like I was worried like I don't want to lose my job. Like they're like, Carrie, what creative ways do you have to make the parties look bigger? And I'm like <laughs> literally would get off the calls and I'm like, oh shit, man. I'm like googling all this stuff. I'm like, what about cardboard cutouts and smoke <laughs> and strobe lights and shoot we'll shoot through windows, we'll have these guys on pulleys, like looks like they're dancing, you know, like Anything I was like, I, you know, visual effects. We t- 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 looked at like cloning, you know, trying to clone people Get because out of here, really? dude, everything because no we wanted. I we they're like, how can we make these parties look like something? And I looked at we looked into cloning. That shit's expensive. That shit's pretty expensive.
2: Wait, I didn't even know it was an option.
3: Well, I mean, it didn't end up being an option for sure, us. Sure, so, yeah. sure, sure. But uh, I mean, they do. Like, I looked at some reels from some visual effects companies and. um they do some really in- incredible stuff. Okay. Um, and I don't know if it would have worked for us, like the way we shot those party scenes. But the good thing is it all worked out. We like shot in a time when like we could get, you know, I feel like those parties look like they're pretty, you oh, know, yeah. pretty populated. So yeah, yeah
2: so because we, especially we, one of the elements is that um, one of the college students loses her her younger uh, sister. Yeah. So it has to be a crowd. You yeah, know? It almost has exactly. to be That environment, or you don't believe it. Exactly. Exactly.
3: Yeah. So yeah, but we, we you know we we tested every day, um, you know, like five days a week, and uh, you know we were we were fortunate to not have any shutdowns.
2: Do you have um, coming up a director that you can call on when your back is against the wall with a technical issue or something, someone you can lean on, a mentor who? Who can you say, hey, I'm, I'm in the middle of this shot. I can't figure it out. Do you have anybody you can call like that to help out?
3: Um, I have my peers. You know, like I, I definitely lean on my peers, and I've been actually working on building more of a, a community of peers that I, uh, you know, I communicate with about. Um, we can share ideas and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I think that's important to have is like that community. But you know, really as far as um, that kind of thing, I lean on my collaborators on the movie, on this, like my DP, my production designer, like everybody, everyone has great ideas. Yeah, they really do. And you just have to be able to listen. And you got to let go of your ego and go like, that idea might be better than mine. Right. So um, earlier on in my career, I did, couldn't do that.
2: Oh, really? Because, okay. you
3: know, we we're directors, we try to like control everything, right? It's all about like, you know, it's my vision and control, but... That shit is bullshit. You gotta like... Yes, you are still in control and you gotta know which ideas to take and use and say thank you and listen. But, um, But yeah, so... That's kind of my, my thing is like listening to people around me and leaning on my collaborators for those ideas.
2: Gotcha. Um, how is impor- How important is it that you're getting a theatrical release? Oh before?
3: God, man! I'm so happy about that. Tell yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 it was one of the things that I was pushing for early on. I love going to movies. I love going to movies. Like I'll watch stuff on you know you know um, streaming and everything, but I love the experience of going to theater. And especially a film like this. I feel like. It needs to be in a theater it needs to have like watching the movie yesterday here at south by um, and feeling the crowd laughing and feeling hearing the sobs when you know shit goes left and everything is so important and i feel like people need that communal experience and i hope this is the kind of movie that people will walk out of and be like dude you know talk to each other about some of this stuff you know because i hope this film does raise some questions so theatrical release is, is so... I'm so happy about that.
2: Yeah, to that end, is there a way that you could be interactive afterwards? Because I feel like you leading the conversation is important afterwards, you know? Uh, has there been any talk about additional Q&As? Or at a festival, you get the opportunity to maybe do that sure. and answer some questions from people. But has there been any conversation like that?
3: You know, not as of yeah, but it's an interesting idea. Um, you know, something to talk, talk to people about um, make it happen. But, you know, we... We did. I believe our writer did a um, uh, a thing at USC okay. um, with the film. I think she did that. But um, but yeah, no. It's a, it's a definitely something to think about.
2: All right. Well, uh, last time you gave an interview about this, you revealed what you were doing next, and it happened. You manifested it. So uh-huh. tell me, what are we doing next?
3: Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm I'm reading scripts now, and you know, I've had a, had a fortune to have a lot of. Meetings with a lot of people that I've wanted to meet with and talk about ideas. And um, I'm really thinking about what the next thing is. You know, I want it to be, um, you know, after doing these two movies back to back, I feel like they're both challenging films, you know, like, um, and I want this next one to be just as challenging. And I want to level up, you know. We always want to level up. So I'm being uh, very careful about it. But I got some interesting stuff that I can't really reveal just yet sure, but
2: uh, sure, sure. but hopefully soon that's amazing man i can't yeah. wait to see what you do next thank you thank very you. exciting voice and thank uh you. this movie's fantastic so thank I can't you wait so much yeah. thank you man thanks right, i appreciate you. it yeah this is a real pleasure yeah it's definitely
1: at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies we keep moving forward.
2: We want to thank Carrie Williams for joining us here on real blend and make sure that you go see emergency. It's playing in limited theaters right now. So check and see if it is near you, but if not, it's going to be on Amazon prime starting on Friday. Um, in addition, on Friday, we're going to have a conversation with top gun Maverick director, Joe, uh, Joe Kaczynski, who we're really excited to have on the show, especially to break that film down. So you're going to make sure that you're back here on Friday to listen to the latest episode of real blend. So to make sure that you hear all the new real blend um, hit subscribe and turn on your notifications on this YouTube page. You'll be the first ones to find out when a new video from the show drops, whether it be uh, a full episode, a bonus like this one, uh, or even information on how you can join our premium channel, because we have uh, a premium service that offers you a newsletter from myself, an ad-free version of the show uh, and additional shows that drop every Monday, something you're going to want to learn more about. Head to the descriptions down below to get more information on that. And like I said, hit subscribe and turn on your notifications. We'll meet you back here the next time a new Real Blend video drops.